Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to just give a quick little trigger warning. Today's guest is talking about a personal experience she had where there are topics of attempted kidnapping and other things similar to that. While we feel like this is a really important episode that we wanted to get out to you, just know if you are listening with littles in the car, it might be a good one to put some headphones in. Or if you are sensitive to these type of topics, we totally understand if this is one that you need to skip and we'll just see you next week. Otherwise, please enjoy this episode. We felt like this was a really important message we wanted to get out. Welcome back to Table Talks for Moms. I'm Kendra and this is Jill and I am so thrilled to have Jill on the podcast today. I came across a story on Instagram that she shared not too long ago and it shook me to my core. Sex trafficking is my greatest fear in life for my children, myself, or anyone. And the fact that Jill had an experience that was traumatizing and wants to share her message and not hide from it and pretend it isn't a thing or tell herself that she is fine and it was an overreaction, she is sharing her story to help other people who may find themselves in a situation similar to hers. But first, let me just quickly tell you a little bit about Jill. Jill is a mom to five and is a founder of Rooted Lane, formerly known as Blueprints Project. She enjoys spending time with her family, cheering her kids on at their games, drinking Coke Zero Vanilla, so good. Loves to laugh and have dance parties in her kitchen. She loves animals, especially her two dogs, Valentine and Cowboy. And she is passionate about family, God, and living a life to the fullest. She loves learning, connecting, and growing, and believes that we are better together using our unique gifts and experiences to help bless each other's lives. I love that. So, Jill, welcome. Welcome to Table Talks for Moms. Thank you. I'm so thrilled to be here and share a little bit about my story and hope that it can help as many families and moms and kids um, to be a little bit more aware and to just help us living, you know, still continuing to live our lives, not in fear, but empower ourselves to be more aware. And um, yeah, so you had a pretty crazy experience and I came across your story just as I was scrolling on Instagram, some people had been sharing it. And so I finally stopped to read it. And then after I did, I was like, I need to tell everyone because I'm already a freak about like when I go out to the store at night or if it's just me and my two kids, I'm always kind of on edge. Like, is someone following me? Is someone looking at me? Is someone trying to take pictures of my kids or something? 
And then after hearing your story, it was just kind of like, I have every right to be mama bear and be protective, but do you just kind of want to get into it and just tell us from beginning to end your experience? Yeah, I, you know, in this situation, I am very, I'm a little bit more aware as a person. Yeah, um, I grew up as a, with a single mom. And so, you know, I was walking my myself home from school all the time by myself. Yeah. And so I think I just naturally grew to be a little bit more aware. Um, but with my situation, um, I, my sister and I, so my dad planned this whole fun um, thing to go and watch our youths play at the Rose Bowl. And so my sister and I decided to take our girls this year and last minute decision, we decided to drive home. So we decided late that we would drive home, follow my other sister and her husband and on our way home. Um, so I have the two girls and my sister has the two girls. Um, we decided to take a stop at a gas station. And in that moment, um, things changed pretty quickly. So we um, pulled up to the normal gas station and I, we needed to take some girls to the restroom. So I quickly ran the two littlest girls into the restroom while my sister was filling up gas and the older two girls were going to come in. Um, as I went into the gas station, I was just trying to herd kids as normal. You know, you're kind of looking yeah. at your kids, trying to just get into the gas station, use the restroom and get back out. Yeah. In that situation, I... My the two littlest normally in California when we were on our trip, I had kept continuing to share the bathroom with them. Yeah. This particular instance, I my littlest daughter said, "Can I just use my own restroom?" And that instance, I was like, "Uh, like I had this gut feeling." So there's a couple of triggers that I want to just point out in how, the importance of trusting your instincts. So I yeah. decided to let everybody use their own restroom. Not a big deal, right? Yeah. Um, the moment I started using the restroom, I had this very distinct feeling that was just like sickening, overwhelming, sickening, but I couldn't logically understand where my feeling was coming from. Cause I didn't recognize anything. I didn't see anything. I didn't, nothing stuck out to me, yeah. um, with that instinct. And then I immediately heard my sister's voice come into the restroom. And at that time, I was like, okay, I'm okay. I felt a little bit of peace. When I got out of the restroom, my sister said, don't let go of the girl's hands. So I didn't know what she was referring to, but the moment I walked out of the restroom, I noticed two gentlemen. Um, and I knew right then and there, something didn't feel right. So in that instance, I take the girls out. I'm now like my awareness is really heightened at this point. And yeah. so I was looking out everywhere and I noticed these two gentlemen and they kept whispering back and forth and then going tiptoeing back and forth in between the bathroom. So going in and out of the bathroom at this time, my sister comes out and she comes out with her daughter, which we had one more, yeah. which was my daughter. She didn't realize that my, I didn't grab my oldest daughter out of the restroom. So at that point, I'm noticing these guys notice that we don't have one of the girls with us. So yeah. we walk back into the restroom. I kind of run in after them and I find my daughter at this point, they're kind of like tiptoeing, looking around the corner of the restroom because the restroom, how it's, ex how I explain it is it's one of those restrooms that a lot of gas stations have where it's very wide, 
And you can either go to the women's to the right or the men's to the left where you can kind of see everybody and it's open. Yeah. So at this point, I told my, I'm like, something's not right. She goes, no, something's not right. They keep following us. I, I stick to my stomach. I noticed that my daughter, she comes out of the restroom. So now we're all kind of cornered in this bathroom. And I start just speaking out loud saying, something's not right. These guys are following us. I don't know why they're standing here. Um, and at that time, there was somebody in the line that said, are your husbands here? And I said, no, my husbands aren't here. She said, my dad can help us. And I said, where's your dad? And she said, he's in the truck. So this is all going on. These two gentlemen keep going from the front, like the front of where you walk into the restroom and to the side of the men. So if I were to leave and just, if it was just this random feeling that I had and something I was just uncomfortable, I would normally just try to get out. Right. But at this point I felt cornered. Yeah. And I'd have to pass them in order to, you know, leave the restroom with all of my girls. And I had remembered very distinctly, one, I I started to dial 911 and then put my phone back in my purse because in that situation um, where 911 is an amazing thing, right, to use and to utilize, but in that situation, when you're kind of in fight or flight, um, I was in fight mode. So Mm -hmm. I knew that I had to bring awareness and start saying they're making me uncomfortable. So I start to face them. I have all the girls pinned behind us and I say, you're making me nervous. And I'm yelling it at him. And, um, you know, a normal situation, like if I was to say it to my hut, somebody, you know, just a random person, they would be like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. That situation. He just kept saying, I'm just using the restroom or he just but kept they weren't. They yeah, weren't they using weren't. the restroom. They were yeah. peeking in the women's restroom. Yes. And they kept going in the hall back into the restroom. And so there were just key triggers that just didn't make sense. But then my mind wanted to try and make sense of them. Yeah. So I knew just innately the importance of just keep saying it and just keep bringing awareness. And I learned um, after the fact, we spoke to a a Green Beret that said, Mm -hmm. he asked me the question, um, who wins a fight? And I said, I don't, I don't even know what that means. And he goes, the person with the most friends always wins the fight. So it doesn't matter, you know, who's there or what's there. It's a matter of how many, how many people are around you? What kind of awareness can you bring? So when something's uncomfortable um, or makes you nervous, bring a much awareness as you can to that situation. So yeah. I'm kind of yelling back and forth at these two gentlemen Um. And then at this point, a worker comes in and she's standing there and they're saying, well, we're using the restroom. And the lady then says, there's a restroom right across the hall that's open if you're needing to use the restroom. And so one of the gentlemen goes across and starts using that restroom because I think I kept calling them out, bringing that awareness. Yeah. At this time, um, the girl I call her like an angel. She stood there by our sides the whole time. And at this time, her dad actually was using the restroom. He comes out of the restroom and I just yelled to him and said, your daughter said you can save us. And at that time, he just kind of scooped us up and we all ran out of the restroom. So we were probably in the restroom. I don't even know 
five minutes having conversation back and forth, bringing awareness. Yeah. So anyways, after that, finding out um, and getting back to our cars, dialing 911 again, which crazy hindsight is my 911 call got pinged off of a different cell tower. And then when it went in my purse, got and hung up. So my one, is that normally the case? No, it's totally not normally the case. But in my situation, when I was calling 911, it was one of those situations like I shared, I could not like, I either was going to have to fight and, you know, keep conversation with these two men or yeah. have a conversation with 911. And so I decided to put my phone down and just stick to bringing awareness and calling out what I was seeing at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And after this, after seeing a little bit of tape, we actually found out that there were two men in the restroom and then there were two at the front of the building. So I didn't notice any of these people when I was walking in, but now learning hindsight that most often they're outside waiting and then following people in. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As the weather warms up and flowers start to bloom, it's the perfect time to take a fresh look at your financial planning. If you have been meaning to get life insurance but have been putting it off, now is the time. With Fabric by Gerber Life, it's quick and easy to help protect your family's future so you can get back to enjoying life. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Life insurance can have a bad rap for being complicated, but Fabric makes it easy to apply with its seamless digital experience. It's all online and on your time. And if you need extra support, Fabric's team of licensed insurance agents can answer questions along the way. You could be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Apply today in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash tabletalk. That's meetfabric.com slash tabletalk. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash tabletalk. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. When you look at your hair, are you 100% happy? For years, I tried every product under the sun, hoping each would help me improve my hair health and help me achieve my hair goals. I always dreamed of that shiny, healthy-looking hair, but I never thought I could actually have it. Thanks to Vegamore, not only am I finally seeing results, but I am finally getting the hair I have always wanted. Vegamore has something for everyone looking to improve their hair health. The Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit works together to create visibly thicker hair and improve hair from the roots. Just massage the shampoo into your scalp for 60 seconds and follow up with conditioner. It's as simple as that. 
With Vegamore, there's no risk when trying because they have a 90-day money-back guarantee. But with 91% of customers saying they saw visibly thicker hair with Vegamore in just three months, you won't want to run out. Get the hair you have always wanted with Vegamore. Go to vegamore.com slash tabletalk and use code tabletalk to save 20% on your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash tabletalk. Code tabletalk to save 20% at vegamore.com slash tabletalk. Yeah. And like the things that freak me out the most, and I think you even mentioned this in your Instagram post, is like if you pay attention to gas stations and their bathrooms, there's always an exit at the end. Yep. Which is because like you have your opening and then the exit by the bathrooms. And it's like, oh, it makes me emotional because I'm thinking of my little girl if I were to send her alone or wasn't paying attention. The fact that she could get grabbed. Yeah. Taken out the back door. And then it's like the roads that or the places that they're choosing to pick these girls up and these kids up from. It's like you're gone one way or the other, one direction. Cause you were coming from California to Utah, right? Yep. And it's like, you think of those roads, they're empty. Like they yeah. take off, they're gone. Yeah. And, and that's terrifying. You think that it's not happening. I mean, we hear about it happening, right? Yeah. But until you're in a situation, you don't realize how often. And since sharing that on Instagram, right. A very personal experience. Like, yeah. There are so many things that happened in my whole situation that I knew God was there. Yeah. I knew no matter what, for how horrible my experience was, that I knew my instincts, whatever you want to call it, your instincts, the spirit, I knew something was wrong. Yeah. And I knew what I had to do in those situations. And I knew what their intention was. So I didn't need to explain it to anyone. Right. And I still don't, but I knew exactly what was going to happen. Like that situation, um, thinking back, like the wideness of the bathroom, right. This is a lot of, it's not just at a gas station. It's happening in lots of locations. Right. But a lot of, or a lot of bathrooms are set up with a wide open, um, place. And so, where I left my girls vulnerable was when I let them use their own restroom. Yeah. I kept thinking of my littlest daughter who's eight that when she used the paper towel roll, yeah, one grab in her arm and she would have been gone. Yeah. Or my oldest daughter, when she was left to the bathroom by herself. Um, and so in my moment when I was arguing back and forth, having full on like, yelling at this guy, these two guys, I just knew that I had to do everything in my power to fight for our kids. And shortly after, um, I realized just how important it is to trust our instincts and have faith over fear, but we have to start empowering ourselves to do something rather than nothing and pretend it's not going on. Yeah. Or pretend that there's not evil things. Are there as many good things out there? Oh, yes. There is the power of goodness out there, but there yeah. is also this underlying lining thing that's happening all around us. Um, and so there's some key things that I I now am like, okay, there's there's really important conversations to be had without yeah. 
scaring our family or our kids, but empowering them and enabling them to really trust their instincts because man, they know if you, I mean, probably with your little kids, when something doesn't feel right, you can see it in their face. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. You can or see it. They get a weird vibe about someone. Like you can tell they like stand back, like yeah. from yep. a small age, they have instincts or the spirit or whatever yes. people want to call it or believe, but it's like, you can tell who's good and who's evil. Yeah. And in, and I shared this in my Instagram, but when I f- finally faced them, yeah, knew that like this was like I can't pretend this isn't happening, and I faced them. I saw pure evil. Yeah, it was the only way I could explain it, and I knew that my daughter had felt the same way. Like all of our instincts were, you could tell, right? Yeah. And so I keep, you know, I have a little bit of this feeling of like, this is happening and it's happened to people. So I feel this like guilt that we were able to get out of the situation. Yeah. But I feel like there's a really big conversation that needs to be had um, about just being more aware. Yeah. Right? Be aware more aware. Of surroundings and aware yeah. of other people too. Like, yeah. Oh, I, this just makes me so emotional because it's so scary. It can literally happen to anyone if you're not paying attention if you're not looking for the signs I feel like it makes me sad that we live in this world and I don't want my kids to grow up paranoid but in a way I'm just like they need to be made aware they need to be aware of their surroundings and I feel like as women too it makes me want to be aware of them like if I'm at a grocery store and I see another mom then I'm like kind of looking around like is anyone watching you is anyone watching me like to have each other's backs or even like I tell my husband, like if you ever see a woman alone at the store with the kids or something, like offer to take her cart, like in the least yeah. creepy way, just be like, hey, I'd love to take your cart back for you so you can get your kids in your car or something of like, or be yeah. aware of like, there is a creepy man or you're getting weird vibes from someone, like maybe keep an eye on him and be like, what's he doing? Who's he looking at? What? So I'm always like on my husband's case. I'm like, you better help these women because they are probably freaked out as I am at grocery stores or wherever it may be. But it's yeah. true. I just love your message of awareness of these women need to know and like we need to make our kids aware. And I liked how you said to have a voice and how you kind of talked about speaking up and how you chose to talk to these men instead of like trying to solve the problem on the phone, but you you took it head on and you were yelling at them. Tell me a little bit more about having a voice in a situation like this and how important it can be. So with being situationally aware, we have been kind of taught to like avoid any evil. Um, In this instance, I remember shortly after um, hearing something that said we need to face evil head on, right? Because we have our own gifts and power. God gave us amazing gifts And with those instincts, if we're empowered and feel like we have a voice, we can face things head on, right? And and, um, bring awareness. So a couple things is one, when we're walking into stores or wherever we are, stand tall, be off of our phones, be very in tune to where your kids are at. Um, I've even been taught the way we face our cars right? To face our cars. Um, so they're facing the store of wherever we are 
or yeah. closest to the store, right? Yeah. There's cameras, there's more people, things like that. Um, but yeah, stand tall, um, be off of our phones, have the conversations with your kids. There's also some code words that I, uh, my family, we use um, code words. Like we have a code word plus my phone number. And I like to do the two because- yeah. I think it's really important for our kids to memorize our phone numbers. Yeah. Right? If they're ever in a situation where they don't have a phone with them, because I have some littles that don't have phones, but they yeah. need to use a phone, they could call us. Um, but another thing like I've shared is really, really trust your instincts and don't doubt what you're feeling. Yeah. Right. Um, another great thing is, there are helpers out there. There are other moms. You could say as you're passing by, I feel like someone's following me and they'll heighten up because that in my situation helped me immensely. I had yeah. no idea how I was going to get out of the bathroom. Yeah, I visualized that I was going to have to shove my entire family into a stall until someone came to help. Yeah. And so bringing that awareness to other people if something doesn't feel right. Who, you know, I, I'm the type of person that would probably be embarrassed, right? If I'm yeah. making a scene, but why would I be embarrassed if my instincts were correct? Yeah. Right? Even if I did, oh, well, at least I kept my family safe and I was trusting and embracing whatever feelings I'm having. Yeah. Oh man, when we were talking about this before we recorded the podcast, you also told me something that I am now going to do from here on out about, and I think the green, the green beret talked to you about this, about playing the game with your kids to help them know where they are. Because sometimes even as I'm driving, I'm like, here, watch a show on my phone or play a game on my phone. But now I'm realizing my kids need to know where they are. So tell everyone a little bit about that. Um, okay. It's just, I like to make, think, think of things as games for kids, right? Yeah. And the Green Bray guy said this as well, uh, make things a game as, as you're driving, you know how we used to play, like find all the license plates, right? And we'd find yeah. New Mexico or Arizona or wherever, yeah. kind of that same situation of play games as you're traveling and saying, okay, what city are we on? What's the next city? Um, what store are we at? right? So you start to make things a game um, and have rewards. Okay. If you can pick the next city, you get to pick the, pick the place we eat, right? So you can yeah. make it really, really fun. Um, yeah. Those are things that we do with our family. But I will say there's a lot of times, like even like I shared, going into the restroom, I can't remember what any of those people, like what I was walking in looked like because I was looking down yeah. very focused on my kids. Yeah. So if we can teach each of us in our family to be way more focused and recognize and play a game like, hey, how many people were in this building, right? Or yeah. what, you know, who saw the blue hat or any, yeah. I mean, so random, but I think it will help us be a little bit more in tune to where and what we're doing. Yeah. And just kind of who's around, especially with like little littles. Like I think of, I just keep thinking of my own kids and like, if this for me, like, what would I have done? What would I, like, if I were in the situation, what would I have tried to teach them to make this situation better for themselves? Or if they find themselves in a situation when they're alone, like, how would I have taught them? Would I have taught them everything they needed to know to stay safe? And something that my mom always taught us growing up, because I mean, this has been around for a while, but just 
And that like news stations have shared this of like yell out their description. Like if someone can hear you and you're like blue hat, blue eyes, blonde hair, like, and just kind of like yell their description and exactly where you're at. I read this story once of this girl that was taken off of a running trail and she just kept repeating it and repeating it and repeating it and yelling it and yelling it. And someone found her because of the description they gave of the person and her location. And so to me, it's just like, you got to, you got to be vocal and you got to use your voice. Just like what you were doing is like, sometimes as women, I feel like, Oh, we're so polite. And like, Oh, it's fine. Like, but no, it's like, it's time to have a voice. This isn't going to get any better. If anything, I hear about it more and more frequently and it's just more and more common. And so it's time that as women, we first have a voice for ourselves. And second, we teach our kids to have a voice and be like, this isn't okay. I'm uncomfortable. Oh, it just makes me so mad that I'm like, we even have to have this conversation. And I hate that I have to have this conversation with my kids, but it's just the reality of the world. And we just can't hide from it anymore. We can't deny that it's a thing. It's all around us. And it's time to start opening our eyes and seeing it so that we can stay safe. And this is the thing is, when you have the conversation, yes, a little bit, you'll feel fear. Yeah. The next thing is you'll feel empowered. Yeah. Right. If you practice these things, like what you were sharing about what your mom taught you, it reminded me that another key tip is if, if you were in a situation and this is something to teach our kids, if you were in a situation where somebody grabbed your arm, which is exact, is exactly what was going to happen. Yeah to one of us, to yeah. one of my girls, is to yell out, this isn't my mom. This isn't my mom, right? Or yeah. this isn't my dad. And yell, start to yell that way. Yeah. Like you're saying, make descriptions. Um, it's going to be huge, right? Yeah. But when you have the conversation, it's powerful. Yeah. It makes you feel like you're doing something rather than like hiding under a rock and not thinking that this is happening. Because yeah. I don't... For me, I I am a person that loves to travel, loves to be involved in everything that my kids are doing and that we're doing as a family. And so yeah. we're going to continue to keep living. Yeah. Right? This is right. <laughs> and amazing. But there are things that I will now do. Like yeah. I will be getting myself and my kids into some training and learn yeah. how to fight back. Yeah. Right? Like that is empowering. When we actually move forward with things, it empowers us. So those are things I'm going to be doing. And I, and, and one, my grandpa used to own a gas station. I love gas stations. I love all of my local stores, Costco, but it is happening. And so when in doubt, if something doesn't feel right, or if it's super busy or if it feels wrong, don't go in there. Like, I carry potties in my car, right? We yeah. were using rentals, so I didn't have it with us. <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit those types of things. Or go into a store that maybe feels more comfortable, Yeah. right? There's there's plenty of bathrooms, lots of other places. And not that this is just happening in bathrooms because I don't want to say, oh, don't ever use a restroom at a yeah. gas station, right? Yeah. But again, go back to let's empower ourselves. Trust your instincts. Use your voice. Stand tall and tell your kids to do the exact same thing and make a game plan. The other thing is if we walk through situations, it helps us. So when we're in those situations or ever in the, have to be in those situations, you know what to do. So 
prior I shared with you, when I was 18, I had a situation where I was in a grocery store and some I noticed somebody following me. Yeah. Right. It was my instinct. I just noticed. I'm like, why is this person going on the same aisles as me? Keeps looking at me. A normal person that was at the grocery store will not be staring at you and following you around. That's the same situation as the gas station. Those two men, there's no reason why they keep staring at me, looking back, keep whispering. They kept doing that multiple times. Yeah. It was a big trigger, right? If something doesn't feel right, it's not right. You don't have to explain it, but that situation that I was in recently, because of the situation previous, I yelled at the gentleman face to face. And I was 18 and I yelled at him and I said, stop following me. And it startled him. And then he ran, ran off. And so there's just things that if we can practice and say, you know, with our kids in a very mindful way, whatever feels best to your family, practice those situations. I promise you it will help you. I mean, I sent sharing my story. You should read the amount of messages that are having similar situations to mine or since hearing my, my story, it helped them in that situation. So even after my situation, I've had countless messages come in um, of those experiences. That is so crazy. And it's just, I feel like the more we talk about it, the more we can make each other aware. And I love the word empower. I love that it's empower instead of fear. Cause a lot yeah. of me is like, Oh, I'm so fearful. Every time I go to the store, I like panic and like, are my kids right by me and stuff. But I love the idea of like, if I have the tools and I'm prepared, yep. I have power. And yep. that is something that these men may or women, it's, yep. it's all genders. My situation, it was two men by the restroom, a woman and a man in the front of the building. Okay. And so you can see on camera where the 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 gentle the guy, I should say yeah, man, he tapped the woman on the on the elbow and then she headed into the restroom. So in that situation I was cornered from the back, from the top, yeah. from the outside. Did she say anything when she was in the restroom nope. with you? No. no. And I was in fight mode, so my yeah. sister was really quiet. Yeah. And she had some pretty crazy um, experiences herself, but I was, I'm one of those, I'm not a flight person. I'm a fight. Yeah. Um, which in that situation, it was great. Cause my sister was able to stay calm and I was the one fighting back and forth and she was able yeah. to get the kids. Right. Um, but yeah, she didn't say anything. I think that they're so planned out. Yeah. They know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. It's very, um, they have a method to how yeah. they're doing things. And I actually got on a phone call with a 911 dispatcher and I said, is this happening? Like, how are you seeing on your end? And she goes, we have, um, we have story after story and almost daily we're hearing these conversations come across our dispatch. So, which is just so crazy. And I pray that it never has to happen to anyone. I wish that it would go away, but we know that's not the case. And so- In power, but I love I love faith over fear and having courage to stand up and do something. Courage doesn't mean you don't have fear; it just means yeah. you're acting on that fear and imp- with empowering it. Yeah, I love that. Oh, these are such good takeaways, and just to have a voice, to have your kids have a voice, and to teach them to have a voice, and 
to teach them that this is real, but you don't need to be scared because you have a voice. And I think like what you said too, is just listening to your motherly instinct or your womanly instinct. And it's like, if it's not right, it's not right. You don't have to explain it to anyone. You don't, yeah. no one yeah. deserves an explanation. If you don't feel it's right, something's not right. And now it works in this situation, right? Yeah. But it also like having a voice works in any situation. If we can teach our kids, you know, there's times it's like, oh, that's not nice to say, or don't, you know, they're good people. No, let them have that feeling and they don't need to explain it. But if they can learn those from a very young age, it will serve them time and time and time again. So if they're at a party that they don't feel it's good, they can have a voice. This doesn't feel right. I'm getting out of here. Right. It works in any situation. And so that's what I love. It, it, it just flows into all of it. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so are there any ideas that you have that we can do to help each other as women moving forward from this and just in situations similar to this or when we see other women, what are your takeaways on what we can do to help each other after being in this situation? Well, I love the saying, like, lift where you stand or unite where you stand. So your situation of, like, how you shared with your husband, like, (laughs) watch out for other women, right? (laughs) I think that's one of the key things is be aware and be willing to help when your instincts fill off. Because that woman may be so in tune to what her kids are doing and trying to wrangle all of the kids and the groceries and everything that she's not seeing what's you know, happening around her. I mean, there was a talk that I listened to about cheetahs, right? And the prey of cheetahs, like we're all the elephants out here or whatever eating and not realizing what's happening. But there are things that are out there that we cannot see. And so if we can recognize and be aware for each other, we're lifting where we stand. We're using our voice and helping. I mean, I love the saying, um, it takes an army, right? Or it takes a village. And why not think of families and us as a village, whether we know each other or not. Yeah. We know our intention is to raise amazing families and amazing kids and help wherever we can. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your message today. I know that takes a lot of vulnerability and that is traumatizing to have to share it again. But when I saw this, I was like, I just want everyone to hear her story so they can take what they need from it and maybe use it to be more aware if they're in a situation similar to yours that they're like, I remember what this lady did that helped her. And so thank you so much, Jill, for being so vulnerable and coming on our podcast today. But thank we you for love- having me. Yes, of course. We would love to continue this conversation. So come find us over on Instagram at Table Talk for Moms and make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss another episode. But we will see you next week. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.